Hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, yet another episode of This Is Not A Safe Space on the Never Sleeps Network. You can check out Never Sleeps Network for this podcast, lots of other great podcasts. Keep tuning in day by day, week by week for lots of episodes of great podcasts. I'm here today with uh, Tom Simmons. He's in town in Toronto on tour with a couple other guys from America doing a show called American Heretics. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Great. Good to be here, man. Uh, so American Heretics tour, how'd you, what, what cities have you hit so far in Canada? Uh, we started in Ottawa. Okay. And then we did, uh, so we did the Yucks there. And then cool. we did whatever, five shows. And then... Um, Started boring. Yeah, and then Sudbury. <laughs> we went to Sudbury for uh, oh, wow. a Tuesday You're night show everywhere. in the theater. Yeah, and then, How'd you like Sudbury? Everybody's, you know, it's funny. It's it, Everybody has the same reaction. Yeah. Like, we're like, we did Sudbury, and everybody's like, Sudbury? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's just, in Sudbury? Everybody, everybody. It's a town that's a crater. It was hit by, uh, like, a meteor. Yeah. Millions and millions of years ago. It's, in a, it's an actual in a crater. Oh, I didn't realize that. And they have a lot of nickel. They're sort of apparently nickel mining a lot. And, a lot and, of nickel mining. And tearing the mountain apart to put houses on. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, so they're mining the inside and the outside of that thing. That's going to be safe. But it seemed, uh, it seemed to find, it seemed like a, like a, like a decent sized city. Like, yeah, it's not a bad town. Yeah. And then we did, then we did uh, Keswick. Keswick. That cool theater that's got the, the stage like in the middle of the thing and it's like on three sides, like. It's pretty steep. I don't think I've ever played there. Uh, Keswick. Was, I'm actually even trying to remember where the fuck that is. Where is Keswick? It's like the 40 minutes north of here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've, I think I've been in that town at some point in time. I don't think I've ever did the theater, though. Yeah, it was That's nice. Cool. Nice. And so the show, the tour's called American Heretics. Where'd you guys come up with that name? A thesaurus. A thesaurus. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's how great comedy is born. <laughs> you know how it is? He's like, how do you define who you are? You know? Right, right. So, so you wanted something, obviously, that sort of... St- kind of summed you up a bit i don't know yeah we yeah. were on it we were doing a tour a southern liberals tour like a, it was called sick of stupid and it was uh me and that Stuart and i've known each other for years so we another guy kind of had this tour so we intelligent southern comedy you know so that we were trying to not use exactly that but to sort of tap in we we found when we started doing the intelligent southern comedy thing as like the tags like a voice of reason with a southern accent like a lot of southerners were liberal southerners were oh that's like that exists right we want to come see that's that. the stereotype right the southern united states is there's no liberals there and and no no progressive ideas that's what people kind of think of it and then right. but you go to like the major cities in these places and they're very liberal right it's, it's all the surrounding areas where you get yeah yes so even in a state like georgia where they get crushed every year they still 40 to 40 percent 45 percent or so are still there's liberal but they're not portrayed so those people would come. We'd go do NPR interviews and stuff. And it was the first time, you know how, if you're a comedian, you're a comedian. So, you know, like getting people that are like coming on purpose. Mm-hmm. That's great. Changes the show, mm-hmm. right? So. I don't know what that feels like yet, but one day. Yeah, I know. We didn't, <laughs> I didn't really either. And neither did Stuart. We've been doing, com- but you know, so we, that's like, it's so fun to do comedy that way and to not have to argue and fight with people. Stuart's been punched on stage. and whatever, Right. You know? I can, that's like, I want to go to the States to do comedy, but one of the things that I'm sort of worried about with certain ideas is, is going to some of those places and being like, if I, you know, go up there, have a bit defending gay marriage, is somebody going to like, just be like, fuck you and beat the shit out of me on stage. Like, I'm, not, I'm sure that's not every place, but that's as a, as a Canadian, that is something that I've worried about. Right. Well, I mean, there, there, there is some of that, you know, fuck you. Not you're not gay marriage. Maybe five years ago, because it yeah, was way right. more. But but even still, there's that same mentality still. So yes, you do have to. But in Ottawa, the same thing happened. I was doing a joke. 
sort of talking about patriotism and blind patriotism and supporting our nonstop support of the troops. And, and so I was doing some j- jokes sort of questioning that. And then I did a joke about the, the sexual assaults in the military, sort of mm-hmm. making not making fun of the fact that, that we support the military despite that kind of stuff. And this, you know, same kind of thing. Somebody's like, fuck you, man. You know, yeah. they, so well, Ottawa's, are, and Ottawa's a city like that too, where it's like, because it's the, the capital, it's where all the, all the government and everything is there. There will be a lot of probably blind military support there with, you know, and also right. I think what night did you do that on? Cause I think their Thursday night is their like military <laughs> night <laughs> where they have like half, half price for military people oh, wow. or something. It's on the poster, but they don't, none of you at the club tells you that, but you're like, Oh shit. They get, you know, yeah so yeah if you go if you go in there we're screaming about the military like is this a fucking joke do they just bait us to come in here yeah. like <laughs> half off and then have this american scream at you <laughs> i wasn't screaming no I was, but yes i was telling them i was making i was making fun of their uh the, some a little bit of it so yes there is but there that's everywhere in the state but well that's that happens in this, you don't have to be worried about it in the states yeah you yeah. will get some f you you know and i'm starting to get that like the trump people are a lot more beholden yeah so yeah. there's a, there is a little bit of like, fuck you. Like it happened to me in Baltimore on, on New Year's where it's, again, not necessarily people that normally come to comedy clubs. Yeah. They're out there and I'm doing some of the stuff. And then I did some stuff about police violence. Right. Oh, my God. And the room just deteriorated into yelling at me. And blah, blah, blah. it was chaotic. Yeah, that, so yeah. Sometimes it just totally catches you off guard. And then, you, you know. I've never had a whole room. I've had people. I've, you know, I've had jokes where certain people would be like, you think that's fucking funny? Like, you know, getting really like it, it touched on a nerve. That's the thing in Canada. You don't really get a lot of the people with uh, different necessary political opinions that yell at you. It's the ones that think like a joke is just too harsh, you know, right. so they're, they're very sensitive towards that. And like, I've had the dumbest jokes be the things that people have like written me about afterwards or stood up and walked out on like. Like literally, right. one joke specifically has tw- like twice. It's one where I, I I talked about gluten allergies and peanut allergies and just how like they're basically it's like an evolutionary thing where it's just these people are now too weak. <laughs> like they just yes. you can't handle bread or nuts. And we used to kill <laughs> saber toothed tigers with spears we forged for, out of sticks, and now it's just a you know a sandwich. And there was just one girl who wrote me this message the next day saying she was in tears when she left, and she's like she's. Has, she's a celiac, so she can't eat this stuff, and it's a terrible thing to make fun of, and like, right. you know, just try to get me fired from the club for the weekend, just because that that one thing that touched a nerve with so her. So how do you? So how do you answer her? I was politer than I had to be, and I don't get a lot of people writing me, so I got a lot of time to do it. It's right. not like I'm getting a ton, like you know 500 fuck yous a day, and right. I have to you know I don't <laughs> I, have the time I have to generate for it. those myself on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, so I was just I was like, look, I understand you know you're, you're you know this is a thing that touched you specifically, but this is the only joke you're criticizing of mine because it touched you specifically. I could go through every one of the jokes that I did, and there'd be somebody who it affected, and they could e- either be mad about it or just let it roll. Like if you're going to come to comedy shows, you got to realize that there's going to be certain things that are going to poke fun at you I, right. I try to educate her on what a comedy show is and what comedy is and how you can't be uptight because it's your thing and laugh at somebody else's thing but even she has to through her life and with her reactions with her friends and family has to be like this stupid allergy thing you, you know this she same type of thing like some of that self-deprecating humor has to exist in her life yeah. right? oh you would think but people are just too uptight, right? And and she was young at the time. So this probably was like, I was, you know, six or seven years ago. So it's like, it's getting into that, you know, where it's it's this d- day and age where people are very sensitive and think you shouldn't make jokes about things. And she's probably, 
you know, 23, 24 and just was, you know, right. She probably, you know, with her friends says things like if somebody says something, no guys, that's not funny. You know, just don't do, you know, like you could just like it definitely that kind of person, right? There's no way that, that she's breezy and easy to hang out with. You know, this is interesting to me because we, I did another, I did another podcast or interview and this is a, a, a theme that seems to be coming up. It's like the opposite version of what crowds are doing to comedy comedy. Like, here it feels almost to the to the left so far that they're like you can't you can't I was triggered right there yeah you know as as opposed to I disagree with your opinion mine's different and you're wrong it's more like they're offended by the, they the, get by offended the, and and just yeah you know kind of sad about it like you know or and you know mildly I guess annoyed. You know, I just remember, like, Canada's a very sensitive country, I think, when it comes to that shit. So, you just, I saw, I remember when um, the movie Tropic Thunder came out, and there was all these reviews on, and, like, CBC did an article, and then there was all the comments. So, I just kind of went through it, and all these people were so offended by it. And I'm like, is this really, like, is By this, what? By, uh, what's his name? By names? the movie Tropic Thunder, by the guy, you know, in blackface, with, like, just or not realizing- Robert, reali- Robert yeah, Jr., yeah, Downey Jr.? Not realizing that that's what they're poking fun at. It's not, you know, they didn't put Robert Downey Jr. in blackface and try to do it legit legitimately as a thing right. the whole idea he's he's a over-the-top actor who fucking had surgery to look black how crazy is that yes, yes. and then there was the movie that ben stiller was in where he played the mentally handicapped guy and then they used the word retarded a lot and people were just like you can't that word and like this was just a terrible thing it was like no it's making fun of actors who do a movie playing a mentally handicapped guy just to win an oscar like, right like you got to realize the layers of what's going on and not just jump on that's what I find people do a lot. They hear the word, and then they don't listen to exactly. the point. They're done. The, you know, as soon as they hear it, they're like, boom, I'm out. Like, I just assume what you're saying is bad. So, right. yeah. And where are you from in the States? Anyway, you're from the I Southern I live in States. North Carolina. You right live in now, North Carolina? Atlanta's where I kind of went to high school, where my sports teams are, you know, where yeah. I kind of was my base. Here, Atlanta's a great city. I've, been, I've never been there. Yeah, it's a good comedy city, too, because yeah. it's just like every, like, you know, here you can do, what, 20 sets a week if you really bust, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that would be ambitious yeah <laughs> that yeah that'd be a lot very ambitious yeah but I, it's got a similar maybe not that many but it's got shows every night in multiple sort of venues you can go up and do an an all-black show or you could go do a rednecky right. show or you could do the there's just you know the hipster shows you there's there you could and people are it's one of those destination cities where people are like sort of moving to to as like the right triple a before they go to new york or la right yeah 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 which is always a good you know take that yeah step it wasn't stuff. like that when i grew up there and in, in comedy so, but it's a good comedy scene now. That's uh, and that's also where the headquarters of fake news is. Yeah, CNN, <laughs> CNN, yes, the, yes. The, the the ones who invented fake, fake news. news. Yes, that's weird. That to me, that like that's a thing I've always liked. Like Canada, Fox News wasn't. I see it on my television now, but it seemed like last time I was here, it couldn't get approval as a news station to be even on. Yeah, you have to like you can get like you know it's a cable show even in the states too right like yeah. you have to so I, I i remember i would watch it at my parents place because they just had a cable package where they didn't realize what channels they were getting so it was just there yeah and i love watching it because it's sometimes so ludicrous that it's just funny to watch yes it, it, that's why i remember when i first started when i first would watch it and i thought oh that's the sketch show i wanted to write like, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, you know? yeah like sean hannity i'd love watching that guy even though he's the 
biggest gaping asshole in the world. That's why I like watching because you'll just sometimes he'll make a point. And you're like, how did you twist your brain to get to that point? Like, just, and how are you ignoring that you just said the opposite thing of that bitching about liberals three years ago or two yeah. years ago or yesterday or whatever? Now you're just oh a guy. Republicans are great at that. Just <laughs> the just the George Bush is in. You can't criticize the president. That's so unpatriotic. Right. Obama's in. We'll get him out of there. And like he's not even from this country. Yeah, yeah. Like just saying the most like unpatriotic shit about the president, and then now Trump's in. Let it go again. You know, like it's through. When people are that blatantly hypocritical, I just don't even know how they live with themselves. Like, like hypocrisy is something no one can control. Being a little bit of like everybody has some hypocrisies, but like to just be like this is who who I am is never somebody who says what they mean or is never never sticks to a point. I just find that baffling there's very few people that i like wish dead you know what I mean? yeah. like i i just when when i see the headline that he's gone i will i feel like he's been bad for i think he's been a, he's been very bad for that country yeah, yeah. i feel yeah. like if you can go back in time you know what i mean after you kill hitler on your way home can <laughs> yeah, you yeah. knock off sean hannity stop in the hannity's <laughs> residence yeah i because to me like you said it's so ludicrous but it's real. Yeah, Those and I think that. it's ludicrous, so that's why I'm watching it. But there are people who are like, this is the news. This is, I'm getting the facts. And, you know, Obama went over uh, and spent, he was spending $2 billion a day on travel. And that that was like this one of the, whatever, yes. I forget where he went, but that one story where it's just like, They've now put out the facts that he didn't spend nearly that much money, but the, like Fox News just took it and ran with it. The yep. things they go with the whole Benghazi thing. They were like, they're the only station covering th- th- that Benghazi the way they were covering it. Like everywhere else, they talked about what happened. But Fox News was like eight months later, still like, well, when will this Benghazi yeah, thing yeah, get it was settled? Forever. Yeah. And now they're like, would you please stop with the Russian probe, which they have now that the bombings started happening. Right. You know, yeah. Which yeah. is convenient because that was nonstop. That we not, can't keep up as a topical comedy writer with every scandal. They're just over. Like, oh, it's too much. You're like, ah, I've got this thing about the the Russian connection and blah, 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 and then and Flynn, and now that's who, that's no one even gives a shit yeah. about that. And well, the that? news cycles are so fast now, and especially when you're bombing two countries inside of like a week and yes. a half, they're yes. probably going to flip to that pretty quick. <laughs> I'm not a conspiracy theory person, but like. It does seem super logical that there was so much heat on Trump about this, like, collusion with Russia that, like, people calling him, like, this is treason, potentially, if you actually did this, uh, that... You know, he just talks to Putin is like, look, man, can we just bomb one of these bases? Right. You know, like just it'll take the heat off me. We'll be able to still make lots of money together. Like, and I'm like, again, there's no facts. I'm not putting that out as something that actually happened. But like, I wouldn't surprise me like to just be like, yeah, just that airfield. We're not even really you. We're going to build a new one anyway. So just- I don't know the point of that. There seems to be in the United States. This policy seems to be, you know, whatever. It's a. I'm just a comic, but it seems like it's let's do the minimum. There's a protocol that we got to do here. We have to bomb something. Yeah. So we'll go bomb that. Like, why not his house? Why not? Right. Why something that's. If you're, cause it, yeah, it's, it's weird because it's like you're not. You're not trying to overthrow him, clearly. You know, you're not making that hard line of a, but you're, you're using one of the most blatant uses of, uses of force to not make a real, like, it's yes. the most biggest meh ever. <laughs> like, meh, just 59 raw. And why 59? Why didn't they just fire the, the, the extra 60? 60? Yeah. Yes. Like, what the fuck's wrong well, with you? They were going for specific numbers of targets. Yeah. And then the, the, the field was up and running later that day. Like, they just, yeah. 59 
cruise missiles or to, were they tomahawks? Tomahawks, or, which I, well, I don't know. You know, whatever. I don't yeah, know whatever. That, it's, I'm sure missiles. the mother of all bombs would have taken it out. Mother of all bombs is the new one. Yeah, yes. That's getting used a lot. And if I see, like, there's so many comics, like, what about the mother-in-law of all bombs? Yeah, yes. You know, like, just, <laughs> all right. Yeah. It's wordplay, man. We, yeah. Can we just let this go now, though? This is. My um, sister's a bitch. Let's drop her. <laughs> just drop my my wife bomb in there. <laughs> Take my wife bomb, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'll break isis up yeah mother of all bombs i don't know trump uh so what yeah obviously being a liberal you didn't vote for trump would you were you a hillary fan though specifically not really you no were bernie I've, i was i was yeah, i liked i liked it bernie yeah, yeah i liked yeah. bernie i mean i can't vote obviously and also i the thing i think that uh canadians don't totally understand when they talk very opinionated about like everybody in the states is stupid if they don't vote for hillary it's like you don't live there you don't know like the clintons have been ultimately shitty for so long that people are just there are people like i'm not voting another goddamn clinton in like they so they can come to you know pennsylvania once every four years lie to me and then leave yes. there i mean there there were the all the good thing trump felt like he somehow felt that he wasn't part of like the corporate state i think and she did like yeah. i know when i voted it was it was the first time i've ever been in a voting booth where i've voted sort of undid my vote went and voted for bernie like did like a write-in yeah and then was like ugh, you know it was like this really reluctant okay i'll vote for yeah because i just like i didn't want him yeah but it didn't matter anyway you know because i i don't know i wasn't yeah i wasn't excited for either one of them but i you know there is something i my my only i'm trying to figure out a way to be informed and have hope if that mm -hmm. makes sense you know like yeah my hope my hope ultimately is in the it has the only thing I hope I can find is in like the collapse. To be honest with you, that seems very negative. But yeah, that when I he, okay, so when I hear that the collapse and the and the and this like uh, just reset the system and stuff, I'm like, it's gonna be ugly. It's not gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be real ugly. There's no clean way to do that. And nope. like, but ugly in this day and age is like the environment's fucked you know like it just the what he's doing with like climate change which is nothing and effectively just saying like let's take not away the just nothing he's making it so they can dump the coal ash into the streams yeah, yeah. and like it's like they don't believe that humans affect the planet yeah i know and it's <laughs> insane crazy. it's in i just putting that who's in charge of the epa i always forget all these names like it was just everybody that was in the like the listed. guy doesn't believe his job is necessary yeah, he sued the epa 11 times or yes. something like that like it's insane like that was the thing like everybody that was like put in charge of whatever was the opposite of the position like what's yes. her name for the education Duvall, betsy devos betsy, yeah 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 she yeah, went just, to the only degree she has the last guy had like a harvard education a master's degree like piling on of qualifications and yeah. she's like the rich lady to the guy from amway or whatever she went to a to a christian college she got a degree from a christian college which that's not even the real thing no. that's not a college <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> they're doing a thing in alabama now where they're they just they just they're making it so that this campus this church campus and land like that they can hire their own police forces now yeah i heard about that like as yeah i just uh, i'm you're right you i want. think it's religious like, police forces <laughs> yeah. like what the fuck are we and doing we're not this law but god's law that's one right? thing that that's baffled me about the states because we don't have that here is 
you guys have so many fake schools. <laughs> like there's so many yes. schools that just aren't real. Like here, it's like, if you want to have a school, it has to provide the person paying for the education with something. What what you do with it is yours. But like at the very least you go, I have a diploma in this yeah, or a your degree. Your diploma doesn't count. If you learned a creationism and the fucking Bible, that's yeah. not a real thing. Yeah. If you learn that the environment, we don't affect the environment and that the Jesus is coming. That's not school. No, it's not even kind of school. No. No, it's, uh yeah so the the that's the thing with in the it, you don't have that you no. don't have like private institutions that teach no, just no 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 like everything every not that i know of i mean i could be wrong and there's like one or two out there somewhere but it's like in the states it's like there's just that's a thing there's like every state almost has their own thing and like right. tr- like trump had a university trump you know like that's you just can't do that here like the universities here are they have to get accredited. They, they have to be, yeah, they have to be, like, because there, you know, there are, I think there's, there's again, I might be speaking a little bit where I don't know totally what I'm talking about on this, but, like, there's definitely privatization involved in it, but there's still government allocated money. The people teaching there have to be, you know, yeah. you know, know what the fuck they're talking about. Well, it's like the news thing. They wouldn't allow the Fox News on because it didn't qualify as news. Mm. And so, you know what I mean? Like, you don't allow that to be an education because it doesn't meet minimum standards, right? Right. Education. Yeah, yeah. Okay. When our, like, our, our standards for, like, food and drug and stuff like that are, are, are a lot higher as well, right? Like, we can't get some of the cereals that you guys get, which I know my friend always, when he goes down, he comes back with, like, four different kinds That's of cereals because he just loves them. But it's like, <laughs> we can't, we don't allow them here because the dye hasn't been tested properly. <laughs> They make it fucking neon blue with you're just eating it for breakfast like oh yeah this is all right because the government said it's okay we were joking that we were joking the other day about like in canada like there's a lot especially american comics we tend to be like do y'all have that here do you guys have target do you guys have target and yeah yeah fruit loops and racism you know what i mean like we're (laughs) like do you have problems it's because it feels like like how you think america for me at least how i wish america was to be honest you know like 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 there's something shaved off a little bit on the greed side there's like it's like capitalism without the full-on greed and there's yeah there's it just seems a little less selfish here and there a little better educated it's there's a little more sort of multiculturalness there's just enough socialism to make it work you know like every every country needs a certain amount of socialism and most have it but like we just went as like i'm like Lots of European countries went a step further where it's like, no, but healthcare too. And like, and schools aren't going to be, you know, prisons aren't going to be for profit. These kinds of things where it's like these social programs and social needs are going to be met without putting a profit motive in it, which for some reason, it's still crazy to me that that's still like the the talking points of Republicans. Like, oh, just let the market decide. Right. Not with everything, though. I used to make fun of Ron Paul that way. Like, you're going to, you're going to run for president. You're just going to. I mean, I like your libertarian approach, but what There's, about the what about the Secret Service? That's a government agency. Yeah, yeah. You're just going to let the market decide if you get assassinated or not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to put that out there. Yeah. Yeah, there's things with, like, the market can solve things. Like, it's good for things, but, like... You, it's better you, for the market not yeah. to have environmental regulations. It's better for... Yeah, I mean, even now with, like, a police force that is not profit incentivized as as like a whole totally still has certain profit incentives where they you know the the whole idea of reaching a quota at the end of the month for certain tickets given out or certain minor offenses or whatever that gets their budget up or whatever the hell it is you know so like but that's still not even like directly like hey for every person you arrest jaywalking you get ten dollars in your pocket and you're just gonna go out there and arrest people for jaywalking like we did that twice on the way over here right 
Oh, yeah, you can jaywalk here. It's fine. Although it's Canada's still a little up its own ass about stupid little things like that, too. Everybody's very polite. You know, they see a keep off the grass sign and like, okay, they keep I'll off the grass. Keep off the grass. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do like I did that yesterday at a Starbucks. It was an exit only kind of door. Yeah. yeah. It was open. And I was like, oh, I'm just going in here. Yeah. And the guy with me was like, he stood there. He said, it says exit only. And he walked around. I'm like, okay, they didn't mean us. <laughs> it's open. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's still an escape from this building. Yeah. Like, we can still use it. I lived in England for a while in London. And uh, it's a, I liked a lot of parts of that country. But one of the things I liked, as opposed to here, is like our booze sales are dumb. Like you guys sell booze in stores, right? Just any store you can go in or all yeah. like a convenience store oh, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing that we have here with that, where it's like only these specific stores, they're owned by the government as well. They're closed on like mandatory holidays, like yesterday and tomorrow they'll be closed right. because it's a government Easter. thing. So it's off. And it's like, I can't get booze on a fucking Sunday now because you're closed. Like just sell them in stores. That's what I loved about England was just, Oh, I just go to the store I remember on Christmas Day, I was there. And I was like, I'm going to go grab some booze and could just do it. And it's right. like, why not? Why are we not doing that? And then you could drink outside there. It was great. Yeah, I think things should, this, this is the thing that bugs me about this city. It's like, what the fuck? This is a major city. How is there not like a diner or something open late at night? Everywhere we go in Canada, we can't, we're late night kind of Yeah, yeah, of course. Shows and it's like, find, just finding a place to eat is a pain in the ass. Yeah, there's it? a few places you can find the city, but it's not as great. Yeah. And then there's, uh, you. Oh, I mean, fuck, there's some towns you go to where it's like, there's nothing. Like, right. literally like nothing. Sudbury. Yeah, not. Sudbury was the one. I'm from the East Coast. My town's pretty small. And I go back and I just, I forget every time. So when I go back, I'm like, hey, we should get like some pizza. It's like, oh, they, they're not open they close after at 11. Yeah, it's like, what are you talking about? But it's interesting like that. They, you say like, when you can go to another place, you, you kind of find the things like, oh, I like this. That makes my place kind of suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I wish we could add that and keep a lot of the other stuff. Yeah. You know? I feel like if I spent like six weeks here, I would start to be like, man, Canada, they're stupid with this. this yeah, this. yeah. Because that's sort of my mentality is look for the holes and like what bugs me about a place. And there's definitely some dumb shit here. But uh, we're not bombing anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true, but you are. How does that feel it. like when you're? Yeah, we definitely are in some ways. Uh, how do you? But how do you guys? Uh, f- how do you feel about that being an American when you travel and stuff like that? Do you think that you get judged unfairly? Do people kind of when you go? Oh, I'm from America, especially if you're like I'm from the the southern states. Yeah, they're sort of surprised. But I remember I didn't feel I don't feel it as much this time. But I like when I first started coming here was when George Bush got elected. Oh yeah, and. There was a palatable, this guy's an American, and the crowd would just be like, ugh. Yeah. Like, like irritated and kind of, until I got up there. And then even then, I'd, they'd start, they hear the Southern thing. But once they start to get listen to the words, it's like, oh, okay. He thinks like us, you know? Or, yeah. You know, like he's he's one of the one of the good ones. You know, I don't know what the, what the right. method is, but it seems to be able to do a few make fun of Americas instead of like, your place sucks and your money's worthless and do you guys have this? This is shit. Like it, I, I sort of take the opposite approach of like, this place is great and I wish we were like this and I get why I'm mad at us too, you know? Yeah, that yeah. Of, when, know? I, when, I, when I said, uh, when I lived in England, I would like, if uh, just sounding like this, people over there just automatically assume American. Right. So they would be like, oh, you're an American. What part of America are you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm Canadian. Canadian. And then they would go, sorry. I am so, uh, yes. so sorry. Like, and it would happen like every couple of days. Like, that would happen. I was just like, it's all right. You know, yes. we sound the same and they're not like all awful. Like, it's just right. like they're, you know, their government is is fucked up right now or like, you know. 
Yes. It's hard to be on top, you know? Heavy, heavy lies to crown. Right? Yeah, the New York Yankees, everybody hates you. you yeah, know everybody hates the Yankees. But although when it's funny, when I was performing in Afghanistan or one of Iraq, one of them, when I was on one of the British bases, and yeah. he was just, like, everybody is down on America for being the policeman of the world and spreading all this, all this violence all through the land, and he was just like... You guys haven't done shit compared to what we did. Yeah, you yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, the British need to to knock it off. They yeah. can't really point the finger like you. You colonized places and like killed everybody there, or, or most of them, and then you know, like they were the worst. An yes. American guy came up to me, or sorry, uh, uh, a British guy came up to me, and he was like, "Oh, you're Canadian. You guys really rough on your indigenous people." And I was like, "Well, but we were English when we did it. Like, right. you know, you fucking did it, dickhead. It yes. was your ancestors. <laughs> yeah. Now you're putting that uh, on yeah, us. It's not just a me. I get it. We're not doing great now, so I'll I'll own that. But don't act as if you didn't come in with a bunch of smallpox blankets. Fucking <laughs> 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 kill everybody. Yes, that's funny because I that is. I remember I did in Ottawa one time. I when I was here, that was doing a radio show, and the guy was like, "Oh man, just do everything. Do the do your Federal Reserve stuff. Like he was re- really into take it to." the man and then yeah. say whatever you want and go further and blah 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 and so i and then i brought up the indigenous people like kind of mocking and his whole tone in the booth changed and he was like and they went to break and he was like you can't talk about it. like okay really wow you want me to rip everything i can but that isn't that's that's too sensitive so i, I was struck by that that's a very that seems to be a a thing that's consistent throughout canada is the Canadians feel very guilty about that. Yeah, and and should overall, you know, right. like it is a thing that happened, and and it's it's not like a thing we're really taking care of on a good level. We still <clears throat> native people are still on reservations, you know, where they're incentivized to stay there and not leave, you or know, get well, educated. Or yeah, whatever. crimes that are uh, you know committed against them are not taken nearly as seriously. In some in some cases, the ball's been dropped so massively that it's become like just like you know there's like this uh, in in the west just native women going missing and just nobody the police doing nothing about it at all like just not even looking for them you know so that's become a big thing wow yeah <clears throat> so yeah it's definitely it's definitely touchy but i mean as a comic you're that's you know you're right. gonna talk about that shit yeah and it's, it's funny because it's like you know there's like yeah you could we like when you we talk about racism from the states it's you don't have that same sort of conversation going on here right so no. it's like we don't have that problem it's like oh yeah well what about the natives and it's like Oop. yeah, yeah, I guess yeah so. i got that one <laughs> yeah like, that's what you got to do to get over that quote of mass guilt because the united states we also did terrible things to our natives and put them on you know reservations yeah. and did all that same stuff but then we enslaved a whole nother race of people yeah right so now we don't feel guilty about that other one anymore <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> so yeah yeah maybe that's the answer for y'all yeah maybe. yeah it's usually uh, whenever you're having a like if it's like you're, you're some something bad in your life is happening and then this one more worse thing happens you're like well that's not even a problem at all anymore like this i really got to deal with this one first and that's that's what slavery was that's how you got over the natives it's like now you know what we just came here and took the land from them we literally stole people yeah Yeah. brought them here and made them work put them to work because we couldn't enslave you for some reason you kept escaping yeah yeah, i don't know what it was you knew the land really well (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, so uh, I'll talk about a couple of various topics. The United Airlines incident. Oh, I wanted to get your take on that because I didn't, I didn't really dive into that. I didn't through. dive into it a ton. So what I know about it, I've, I don't watch the videos. I never watch those fucking videos when it's like. Look, I've seen pieces, a couple pieces of those videos. So yeah. I can, 
All I know is that I saw a picture. He had a bloody face, and right. uh, they they kicked the shit out of him to get him off the plane. What I had heard was the flight was oversold, and they needed to get crew members on to fly them somewhere else, which planes do all the time. Right. And when you buy a ticket in the fine print, it's like you can be bumped for various reasons. Like that's just a thing. I mean, it's a terrible policy that airlines have like airlines are, are one of the ones that don't even try to like gain your loyalty there's yeah, like don't there's to. only like four or five of us so right. just what are you gonna do like eventually you're coming they're gonna lose your luggage and then you're coming back to us and then like whatever right it's a rotating thing of who does the shitty thing when or- we only have like two really here so i i've been fucked over by air canada and WestJet so many times i'm like well it's just a roll of the dice like they're both you know one's gonna lose my luggage one time yeah. one's gonna delay me for no real reason you know uh, so, yeah, so this guy was asked, like, what they did was they were giving vouchers out to people of, like, hey, can you take another flight in five hours? Yeah, it's great. You know, it's probably for more than your flight's actually worth, you know, but some people don't want to do it. They're like, no, I just want to go. So a couple of people took them, but they needed one more seat. And this guy was randomly selected. They just they were like, OK, well, no, he's going to volunteer. We still have to get this person on. So randomly selected this guy. And he was like, no, I don't I don't want to go. I want to stay on this flight. And then I don't know how the first, because they did take him off the plane first. He was off the plane. Then he ran back onto the plane. Which they don't like you doing either. No, they're really against that. That's right. like, this is a post 9-11 world. You can't run onto a fucking airplane. You can't even bring shampoo. Like, you're not even allowed to bring shampoo. You can't run in there. There's You've leaked more blood off out of your forehead than is legally allowed <laughs> yeah. as a liquid on how this flight. How many ounces is that? Right. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't obviously agree with kicking the shit out of a person and it's clear based on even just the one still picture that i saw that this this was an overreaction of force but it's also i still have to play devil's advocate which i know people kind of complain about at this point in time just even doing anymore but it's like you run onto a plane like what's best case scenario they say fine he ran back on just let him sit in the aisle like right it's not gonna work out and i would rather be pissed off get my voucher and be annoyed and maybe even complain to them get more money out of them than literally run back onto a plane and be dragged out screaming like, like a, a child, like a child. Like, yeah. he really was like, just have your head up high you can how do you look yourself in the mirror after that like that's a good point man i'd, ra- I'd way rather be like i'm inconvenienced but i'm still a human being worthy of respect yeah, what kind of slack security didn't how do they let him they had to drag him up the aisle and off the plane and yeah. then when they got him off the plane they're like all right you just stand here we're gonna i know th- because like, i think that was the that was the part after he ran on was the dragging him off i think the, oh, the first okay. time when they got him off there was something where they i don't i again i, I can't speak to the first part uh, and that's the thing is they show right, you the I've terrible- seen clips like of them saying we need to get you out of this seat and he wouldn't get out of the seat and then the next thing I see is the dragging up the aisle of blood. I mean, dragging him up the aisle and then him running back into the back go with his looking like Rain Man with his glasses. Like, I need yeah. to go back. I don't want to get off plane or whatever. Yeah. And then did they? that's where they drug him from there. Yeah, I think that's where they drug him from there. Okay. So, again, not seeing the video, I, I couldn't. But it's, you know, I, what I had heard was, yeah, he ran back on. And, and yeah, you just you, you can't do that. <laughs> you just can't do that. <laughs> he's going to he's going to sue him like crazy. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and he should. Why not? You know, like you should sue. You can get the money. It's on. Like they'll give you so much money, just because they know. Like, look, this is on camera. Right, but you you're right though. The rule is there's authority there. You got to get off. The mm-hmm. seat's been sold. You're, you know, I would be a little resistant too. I like the way he nonviolently sort of made them drag he him. Made them. <laughs> so that's why it's powerful because he didn't really 
start swinging back or really anything. He just made them be be force against. Them. Yeah. Well, imagine swinging back at them. What that would have got you? Like yeah. you run onto a plane you're not allowed on, and you start swinging at the security <laughs> officers. I'm surprised that they didn't get like if they would have just said, "Okay, we're not we're not going we're not to go we're not flying." Yeah. The passengers would have beat the shit out of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not we're not leaving until this man gets off the plane. You just like you would just see heads turn yes, back and like yeah. you're getting off the fucking plane. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're going to charge me $8 for a pair of headphones cuz I left mine at home. This is a bad flight already. I wonder if in that situation I was thinking the other day, did they do they first kick the obese people that they made buy two seats off because hey, that opens up two they get seats. Two vouchers. I mean, you know what I mean? Because that opens up two seats with only inconvenience in one per one person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. They should have done that. But how many obese people are going to be on a plane, though? It's America. It's America. I was yeah, just thinking so there's that. A yeah. few. There's a few. There's a couple. Yes. <laughs> How is that? Like this guy's getting dragged off, and you're just like a really big guy with your with your seat up, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. huh. <laughs> they could have they could have got me <laughs> off i guess he could have sat here <laughs> if i would eat less desserts for 17 years <laughs> but i mean that's we're gonna focus with the little things we can change right now and yeah. uh, can't go back 17 years do you what's the craziest thing you've had happen on a flight anything or uh so i had there was a woman there was it was like a really small flight when i was flying from my hometown to halifax so i live in the small town of the east coast halifax is the sort of big city in that province so it's like a 45 minute flight not a big deal but all of a sudden, the uh, flight attendant comes on. She's like, does anybody here have any medical training? And then, and then everybody's like, what the fuck's going on? And there was like a woman. I still didn't get what happened, but she was having some like either a stroke or something. So then they landed the plane and they had to get the paramedics in like first and get her off and like right. whatever. So that was probably the craziest thing. I've had rough flights, but nothing, you know, just turbulence and stuff and, and shit like that. But nothing, nothing that crazy. Nothing you? I'm going to die moments. No, none of that. I mean, well, for me, that's what I felt like because I don't like flying that much. So once you get those big pockets of turbulence, I'm like, well, this is it. This is how I go. Yeah. But, I used to plan how it like if, if it goes down, I'd try to like, how would I do it? You know what I mean? Like, would I be the guy screaming and panicking or will I or will I sort of lock in and sort of become the Zen of the moment and just take it in? Or Yeah. Like, I don't, like, how will, how will I react? Well, the thing is with most, and once I learned this, it didn't, wasn't necessarily more comforting, comforting, but the, the being on the plane where you're up there and it's going down is not the way it happens most of the time, right? So you don't get, like, I, I think the thing would be with flight and dying in a plane crash, which was always my fear, was the idea that you're up there and it's going down and it's this, like, you have five or six minutes to really think about it. But, like, what normally happens is it's a botched landing or a botched takeoff and the whole thing explodes and you're dead in right. seconds. And you, you just go, well, that was loud and then you're dead. Yeah. So it's probably not actually that bad. <laughs> yeah, probably. You don't have time to like. You don't have time to be to like, like leave a message, like text your wife goodbye, and stay focused. Yeah, no, no. You you're know? just like kind of like right before you have to put that up in the full upright position. You're like, what a fucking bitch, and then just boom, dead. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> uh, have yeah? Have you had any uh, crazy flight? I haven't. I don't know. I don't know what made me even ask that. I just, but I haven't. I, I can't. Like as you were saying, I was trying to think if I I flew a lot, but I haven't had any. It's pretty pretty standard most of the time yeah like, yeah i mean flights get delayed Lug I, I hate when my luggage gets lost but i'm i'm usually very surprised when they're like oh they actually got it back to me like i just assume that it gets in this crazy system of luggage somewhere yeah and how the fuck are they actually gonna gonna find me and every time and like i've had mine's been lost a couple times and both times i've been 
They're like, oh, go out and buy yourself up to $500 worth of clothes. And- See, now we don't have as good of that here. I know you can do something like that, but it has to be after a certain amount of time that it's lost. Like, So sometimes you have to buy the clothes anyway, and then it's it's gone for four days, and that's reached the window where it's like, now yes. we'll give you some money for this. But getting it from them is so annoying. I actually tweeted at, I think it was WestJet. So the small town that I live in, again, anytime that I had most of my problems with flying right. from this town. So the way it works is there's literally one plane that flies between Sydney and Halifax. So when it flies from Halifax back to Sydney, I was waiting there for the f- flight to leave. They were, they were like, oh, yeah, it hasn't even left Halifax yet. And I'm like, it's supposed to leave here in like 20 minutes. And they're like, yeah, we don't even know if it's going to leave. I think there's a mechanical thing. So it ended up making me miss my next flight, which was through a different airline. So I couldn't like, you know, there's not, if the whole flight was canceled, then you're just like, they're going to take care of it for the whole, you know, journey. But since it was this, I just had to miss that one and then buy another flight through them. So I tweeted at them and they gave me a couple hundred bucks. I was just like, I was like, what are you, what are you going to do about this West jet? Just being one of those dickheads that I hate, (laughs) (laughs) but they're like, yeah, just, Call, call us and we'll give you some money. Yeah. I used to do that. Like, I, I found that that was where, where I would get the best customer service was mm-hmm. when I would be bitch at Delta about what that was happening on that, fl- like, on that flight. And they'd be like, okay, let's take care of it for you. Like, oh. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if they, if they have, like, a policy where they look at the amount of followers you have and go, 60, fuck this guy. Yeah, yeah, no one's really. reading this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to have, like, a certain level where they're like, okay, fuck. 2,000 people saw that. I think it had more to do with my, uh, with like my status on the airline at the time. You know, when you fly enough, you get extra oh, yeah, statuses yeah. and bonuses. And yeah, stuff. once you start, once you become one of those people. We're that, driving now, doing my, like this tour, this American yeah. Heritage tour. We're driving around. We did Chicago. So we're, it's back to old school, drive around and do it, you know. Driving I almost preferred it if it wasn't the time, obviously, but like if you can get enough shows along the way. That's yeah. how I'd rather do it. I, I just hate flying. Yeah, I like the, that it saves me the day, like the half day and the day, you know, like it saves a, like a day and a half or so of travel time that you get back when you're home for those a couple extra days. That's but, true, yeah. But the, the drive, you know, I get more accomplished in a car somehow, the thinking and not listening, you know, whatever I'm doing. Yeah. The listening to Hannity for a couple hours and getting furious. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so I, also, I like it. I also always just hate flying because there's, I fly a lot. There's people who don't fly a lot and they just don't understand, like the normal people who don't fly a lot and they don't understand how airports work. And you're just, you're in the security line and like, it says like all the metal out of your pocket, whatever. And it's just like, I'm standing in a line with all my metal in my coat, which is off and I'm ready to put it in a tray. I've got my laptop out of the bag, ready to go. And then somebody gets up there and they're like, walk through and it beeps and they're like, oh, do you have any metal in your pockets? Well, some quarters. Yeah, those, those are metal. You know, you got to take everything out and you're just watching these people. And you're like, this is why I have to be at the airport two hours before a goddamn flight. Because model head. <laughs> because you're an idiot and can't get through quickly enough. Do you all not have a like a pre-check kind of stuff here? Well, I've been doing that a lot lately with like the phone app and just checking in and then you know you just go you print your tags off and it, like that's that's quicker but the security is still no i mean security like there's a we have a thing tsa pre-check where once you do that you pay like 80 bucks and you do a little extra background check and then it's like 9-11 never happened for you, oh, you know right I mean? like you fly there's a thing a when different you... you go through a different security where you're not doing the full body scan you don't have to take your belt off or take your laptop out of your bag it's like like i say you know I that's use, great yeah i'd probably still be able to get away with pet carrying a pocket knife i don't even but i I don't but i 
if you do the check, then that means they've done enough like background check on you to be like, oh, yeah. this guy can't. He's, oh, it's you the know, best money I've ever spent. That's in my great. Life. That's a great idea. No, we don't have that. No, yeah. we do not have that. There is a. There's the one you can get. It's going to the states, and what is the name of it? I always forget the uh, like One World Pass or some weird something. Thing like that. I, there's a specific name that's slipping my mind, but that just gets you through border security and customs faster like they just okay this guy isn't a threat so you don't have to like what's your purpose of traveling to you know like and, and just go through all that shit they're just like this person comes through they're fine which would i would love that would be the thing that because i hate talking to border security they're like the least fun people to talk to yeah the, the, although i don't know you which side you're saying that about like i'm going that, into your country i feel it's coming into yours except for this time was the easiest time i've ever done it other every other time i felt really like crazily over scrutinized yeah it's interesting they just assume you're lying because it feels like they knew shit about me that they shouldn't know you know oh, like, really like uh, i was arrested as a 18 19 year old like and then there's we have a thing called first offender where if you finish your probation it's not on your record anymore it's yeah. expunged and he knew about that you're not supposed to know about that. I know. That's but that's I obviously did. the thing that, yeah, yeah. When, you, when you apply for a job too. at fucking, you know, Safeway or whatever, you'll be fine. But right. when, it, when you go through the border, we know that shit. They, you do. Yeah. I, I didn't even. And then it looked like I was a liar because I didn't mention it. And I was yeah. like, oh, jeez. Oh, no, fuck. it was like. Do you just want me to pull over, guys? Like, on, <laughs> I was a drunken kid and I made a bunch of dumb decisions. So yeah. that's, that's, you know. I uh, I was going. Uh, the DUI thing not getting in here, too, is crazy. Is like a, is that strict. a thing that we have oh it's very strive i've never had one so but i've had buddies that they can't get in they they'd got montreal they couldn't get in you know they wow because they had a dui many many years ago it's, huh. it's they had then they I have thought to, that that was one that they let slide and, unless it was like you maybe you were a serial offender or whatever but i thought that was one they kind of let slide because it's not a crime of moral turpitude or whatever they've done it in the last three four years where they've sort of let it slide i'm going off that yeah okay it was pretty strict for a while he That's had really a, strict he had a making a terrorist threat on his record and the what? DUI was the one that he couldn't get in the country over. <laughs> Making a terrorist threat. That sounds interesting. Yeah, what was, was that? It was one of his last drinking nights. He called in a bomb threat to 911 to the comedy club. He th I guess he thought it'd be funny. Oh, like, my God. That's pretty like you wake up from a blackout and you did that. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. There's things to feel bad about. And then there's things to feel bad about. Like you feel bad about almost everything. Like if you're like hung over, the Irish call it the dread. Right. Like the day after drinking. And it's just like, ah, oh, shit, did I say that? Did I do this? But if you're like, yeah, you, you call it a bomb threat, man. Like you now have, this is going to be on your record. Right. <laughs> that's so like, oh, what? That, like, that's so, that's so, yes. That's the kind of stuff I, not that kind of stuff, but blacking out a lot i was doing that when i drank and it was yeah like, ah, and that's that's not a good th sign no no yeah that's what definitely one to like be like okay i gotta i gotta knock this off i've never blacked out drunk really never i've always remember everything there's times where i'm like a little fuzzy because there's a lot going on and i was and i was pretty drunk right but like i always remember everything like Do you don't have like the brownout thing ever like i guess this is what i used to call it which was like you don't remember, and then when people start to tell you what happened, it's you, then it sort of floods back to you, like, no, oh, yeah, like, then you remember it. And then there's the blackout where they can tell you, you don't remember taking a piss in that bush and then the cop almost arresting you, or when you threw the plate from the restaurant into the street. And, <laughs> like, you could tell me everything, and I, I would not. Yeah, I've definitely never had that. The brownout, I've probably had, like, on some level, but it's even still been 
more it's it hasn't been like i've been like oh right it's more like oh yeah 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 and then we did this and then we did that like i you know it's just it was because it was just a part of the night that i didn't really totally recall not even like as as a you know that's a good sign for you by the way well it works out because then i'm kind of like okay i wake up i feel bad if i did some shit because it's not like i don't do shit i'm still drunk and all my all my you know i'm on my uh what's the word i'm looking for i'm I'm, everything's lower my inhibitions are lowered so i'm still going to be kind of an asshole sometimes Right. But then I just remember exactly the level of asshole I was. Right. <laughs> so I don't know if that's better or worse. Like, <laughs> well, you got to drink and forget about it. Yeah, yeah. And then you just have a couple of drinks. You're like, yeah, fuck. Put yourself right back in that frame of mind. You're like, yeah, no, that guy deserved that. When I went through the border one time going into the States, was going down to see a hockey game in New Jersey. <clears throat> My ex-girlfriend had bought tickets. Uh, I'm a Penguins fan. So like they were playing. It was my birthday. We were going down. It was me and my two buddies in the car. And my buddy was driving. My ex-girlfriend was in the front seat and I was in the back seat with my other friend. And the guy just was like, what, what, uh, what, why are you going to the States today? We're like, oh, it's his birthday. And we're going to see a hockey game in New Jersey. And he's like, you're driving all the way to New Jersey to see a hockey game. Like, yeah, it's my, my team is playing and, and tickets here are insanely expensive for hockey. So this nine-hour trip is actually worth it. It's a road trip. It's a fun. That is thing. a long drive, man. It, yeah, it was long. Yeah, yeah. That's fun, though. Yeah, it was. It was good. You know, and I hadn't seen. I don't see the states that much. You know, I don't go down there that often, so it was a cool thing to do. And um, but then he was like, "How do you guys all know each other?" He's like, "Oh, we're all we're really? all friends. We've been friends for like a long time. Like you know, since college." And my girlfriend is younger than me. She's like by about seven years and Asian. So right. he was just like. You've uh, been friends with her since college. Like, just specifically pointed her out, like, she doesn't belong here. Right. And we were like, (laughs) no, that's my girlfriend. You know, we're just, you know, she bought the tickets. It's part of the whole thing. But yes, part of the car doesn't know each other as well as the rest of the car. Yeah. And he was just, it was just the way he was. It was just like, he was so antagonistic about it. And like, you're not, like, we're going to see a fucking hockey game, man. That's how I felt coming in. Like, it's a weird... They have a weird way of making you feel like a lying criminal. Like yeah. You, like you, where you all of a sudden, because they're questioning you like that and you start to feel like, well, and then you, did I lie right there? What, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. No. You, you know, and they say that the, uh, was, I think it was a line from Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross that I really liked where it was like, uh, I don't like talking to the police. It makes me nervous. He's like, yeah. You know who doesn't get nervous talking to the police? Criminals. It's okay. Don't worry. Oh. Uh, yeah. Like I, people get nervous talking to the cops because they, they, they're afraid that they're going to get caught for something that they didn't do or that it's going to be that and they're just it's a weird thing whereas criminals are like well i fucking did it so i need to lie i need to you know yes. they're really good at it you know especially if they've done it for a long time yeah Some, sometimes watching a guy like lie that you know is full of shit is it's crazy like how good they can be at it sometimes yeah yeah i it really unsettles me when i watch like people i like especially like an ex like an ex-girlfriend that i had where she was just like I knew that everything she was saying to the person was a lie on the phone. And it was like what you would call a white lie, but it was like, oh, we can't make it because we're doing this. But the detail, and I was like, that's coming back at me. Right. Like, there's no way you're not lying to me about something and like you're just good at it. Like, yeah, I don't know if did you know Sam Harris at all? The writer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Heard this discussion he had about lying and why there's no acceptable level of lying, even like white lies or anything. It's You have to be honest because once you do it and if everybody knows that you do and everybody knows that in general people like lie, it's just like it's it's actually much more of a detrimental problem to society than we actually realize. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's weird how 
difficult it is to always be you don't even think about it. it's like norm mcdonald's old joke where you tell a lie for no reason and you're like then you're stuck yeah yeah i can't remember the joke exactly. i'm trying to like remember it, i know that i know basically that premise, like yeah. it starts with have you seen, yeah i saw that movie no way no i didn't see that why would i why would i make that lie <laughs> yeah like that I, I think about that premise every now and then with i don't remember the joke but that sort of lie for no reason and you just do it so yeah. you kind of yeah, have to uh, be on the lookout um, for it mike berbiglia had that joke about that story about the guy who like he went to uh uh, private school with or whatever boarding school and and he would lie about things that like but nobody cared about like it was he's like he said his his uncle was like tony robbins or something and he's like but nobody cares it's not even a cool thing no one gives a shit yeah, like so what, do you, what do you get out of this like there's just people though pathological liars right like they just yeah lie all the time and they just and they usually start with a like if conversation starts with if somebody in the first time you meet them tells you they're honest i never believe people when they yeah, when they have to, you know, protest that much about how. Oh no, I'm really honest. I'm I'm an honest person. One thing I can tell you about me is I'm always telling the truth. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. why, like, Goodbye. when you're when you're in an argument, like in a relationship, and you know, you're like, hey, "Did you do this?" And the first thing they say is, "Why don't you trust me?" It's like now I don't trust no, you because yeah, yeah. really you're that. begging me to trust you. Like if you didn't do it, you don't have to. And they say like if you're uh, when people are lying, they use too many words. Like if you just ask them a question, it yes, will do as the answer. And they go, well, absolutely. Of course. You know, you're like, OK, what the fuck's going on? Like, uh, just say yes. <laughs> you know, so did you like do you remember that being a distinct moment with that girl where you were like, oh, and then you, I don't that- remember the exact moment, but I remember watching her do it a couple of times to like friends and like like family and stuff like that just about like not going over to see them or whatever it was and i was like i don't know this doesn't sound good <laughs> yeah because like yeah because if you can lie to your mom what what am i you shit. know of course you're gonna lie to me about even if it's dumb things even if it's not like you know you're cheating on me but like you know you're pretending to work later to drink with your friends like even that can unravel a, a relationship because you know you're gonna be honest i yeah i remember when i met my wife i'd sort of it was the first time I ever did that. Like I made a specific, I was like, I just told myself, just, just be honest, say everything you're thinking. You know I mean? It was like getting myself to make sure that I didn't, I just started with the truth and went from there. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. That's the way to go. Just to be like, you know, and that, but I find there's certain people you can, you could, you know, get in a relationship with that make you feel like you have to lie because, you know, like if you're too honest about everything, they're, they're, sh- they become like, unlivable if you just tell those little white lies then yeah. then they won't be mad and but if they're easy to get mad or can sort of controlling personality so that's just don't be in a relationship with that person right. is really the goal yes. it's not well i'll just lie a little with this or one. just decide on this one i've told her i'm not i'm i'm gonna do this and you're gonna keep saying not to okay so you know i'm gonna yeah you know i know you don't want to so i'm just gonna say no from now on and yeah. you'll just assume that you can take that however you feel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Got the, not really. Just come. I mean, the, I, I, we're not really we're not really pumping the show. I just, you know, I enjoyed, you know, doing this. Yeah, yeah. Out, you know, it's fun. And uh, when you're back or whatever, we'll have you on. Hopefully we can get you on at a point in time where we could actually, you know, promote the show. This is at the very end of the journey. Right. Yeah. So by the well, time this comes out, it'll be. Well, what we're trying to do with it is is uh, is is build the build the the idea. Right. Right. Because the idea to me is like uh, people that are want that want to question what's what's what we're generally being told, like like the things like everybody has their own facts, and but we want to 
that's the audience we want to attract. So in the States, I feel like people are, are uh, I used to always feel like, oh, all the liberals are up here. Mm-hmm. But I think we're finding that the that we're preaching a little bit to the choir here. We're in the, and then in the States, there's there's actual motivation by people to want to come out to the, like to see something like this. Yeah. People like my wife that have never cared about politics or never cared about it, you know, and then as soon as they, he got elected, she's like, oh, getting up and recording Face the Nation and like, we got to, uh, we got to do something about this. Right. You know? Yeah. So now I think that audience will, will, will come for something like this. So we're, we're trying to just basically all this is building the sort of marketing for that. Yeah. And to get the word out. And I just kind of realized this, it's an interesting dynamic that between the two of us where it's like, you're, you're a liberal American, which stands out. And I'm more of a conservative Canadian, which stands out like my politics by Canadian standards and some of the things like I'm, I'm not, I'm pro choice. I'm like, obviously pro gay marriage, pro trans rights, all these things. But like, I would probably take like uh, a more conservative uh, tone towards maybe certain military actions and things like that, where people are like, just peace, man. And don't, you right. know, I'm like, no, some people, Thomas you, you know, sometimes you need to like, even like the, the whole, everybody's worried about Trump setting up the sending aircraft carriers and stuff to, to the Korean peninsula or whatever. And like that, that sort of show of aggression. And I'm kind of like, this guy fucking talks every few days and just riffs on the fact that he's going to nuke the west coast of the states you know what send some fucking aircraft carriers and say buddy you don't even have electricity running properly if you want to fuck around we got you on this one i don't see any problem with that i don't like that it's trump who's doing it but i don't i think it's okay to not let somebody just casually talk about annihilating your country right because if you don't believe him eventually you're he's gonna yeah it's gonna happen he wants to do it so if the more they like they they have the arsenal they just don't have the missiles the that can reach but they keep testing them to see if they can yes. or you're gonna wait how until do they can? not have them like how what you that like part, that's technology that's existed since when the 50s and 60s how yeah, have you, you guys not figured stole out all the nazi scientists what still <laughs> they figured but it it's out all, man it's all computers now and stuff i mean i don't understand how you it's like it's like when we say they can't have nuclear technology that's science that exists we can't be like all right we got geometry none yeah. of you guys can use that or we're bombing you yeah like, yeah that's here to stay you know we yeah. can't we I can't. think it's just a matter of trying to limit certain places that from having it, right? Obviously, which makes sense. You can't yeah. just let anybody have them. They're crazy weapons. But it's like how they stop them from having it, I don't know. You know, like it's obviously there's espionage that takes place in order to be like, they're getting a scientist coming. We have to stop that plane right. or whatever the hell it is. And the, and there's parts that you need and whatever. And it's, it's I imagine building a nuke isn't the easiest thing to do, but it's crazy no. that they have the warheads. They just don't have the missile that can launch like, you know, the inner balli- or the ballistic missiles that can go like, you know, the stratosphere and then come down. With, with it seems like you're like, probably sounded like the biggest yeah, goddamn we don't idiot know, on like, that one. We're like, <laughs> how can they not have it? You know, don't missiles work with them? <laughs> <laughs> but what I, I, I feel like uh, we could figure it out. I feel like we could on the internet and through. <laughs> yeah, Google that. I think that we would. <laughs> See if you get back across the border. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, we have uh, on your Google history, sir. <laughs> uh, you searched <laughs> ballistic missile, yes. how to build. Do you ever do that where you think that on your phone calls with your friend? Like when they when the stuff came out about how they were listening and they have your, like as a comic, you're I'm walking around in my driveway talking about al-qaeda and isis and making fun of this and that and you know whatever it is you know like i like you feel like 
they're going to start listening. You're like, hey, guys, it's just me again. Can you well, can you remember this bit I'm working on? Can you send it to me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what is the thing? Because they have the, uh, like, so the, there's, like, certain words that get heard, right? And then they just pull the, the whole thing, and then they, like, a computer sort of sifts through it, or and maybe it gets through eventually to a human stage, but, like, to see if it's pertinent or not to anything. And then they go, oh, it's just some idiot talking about this. I remember, uh, so our, our spy organization is, is CSIS, right? That, that would be, like, our sort of cia right and uh <laughs> I, my, my buddy was messaging me on facebook and he was just like he mentioned stephen harper and then he also mentioned like bomb or something in some way but that weren't connected and he's like so we're talking he's like i realized that i a few sentences ago i just said stephen harper and bomb somehow yeah. so and then he just went hello ceases <laughs> like, they're, I mean. they're clearly reading right now like they're definitely going through this um yeah that, you know i don't like the fact that they listen to everything but it's just a fact of of the world now i'm almost i just know that one time i'm gonna be in a hotel room and finish with you porn or whatever and i'm just gonna get a message and it's gonna be a video of me jerking off jerking off yeah <laughs> you know what i mean this is one of those double standards i'm i'm glad we have no one's watching us jerk off that's right exactly. it's like it's like if you the, the people who are afraid of like their webcam being turned on are women and they should be because those right. are the people that are looking <laughs> they're not they're not like oh look at this guy fucking jerk he's oh he's only got a half chub because he's hammered yeah yeah <laughs> there's uh, a pizza box in the frame <laughs> <laughs> i don't this does nothing for anybody except blackmail yeah it's blackmail yeah you could blackmail you know what though i think if everybody just owned the fact that they're like you know what i watch porn and i'm gross sometimes like right. then when people say like eventually you know there was i saw this thing like after the ashley madison hack uh they were like saying that uh uh you know uh, there's going to be a hack at some point in time where everybody's porn history comes out and i'm like great put everybody's porn history out that's fine because then no one's gonna what's what's somebody gonna do just be like haha you watch this and I'm like yeah well you watch that like it's just mutual destruction right, right it's, yeah. it's the cold war of, <laughs> of, of, of internet browser of internet blackmail mm-hmm. that's that's a good point eventually yeah you can you know once once the everybody's waters are muddied they're muddied it's fine you know there's this one thing i heard there was like a university in montreal was trying to do a, a study to, uh, on the difference between men who watch porn and men who don't watch porn and they couldn't do the study there's men who don't watch porn. exactly they couldn't do the study because they couldn't find one guy who didn't watch porn because it's not a thing right everybody watches porn yeah you know i'm i'm sure there's probably some weirdos who don't or try not to or self-flagellate because they do but like and they're but they're dragging away native native women and burying them off <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> those are the weird ones yes so like but i mean everybody like it's just it's there like you literally just do this with your laptop and then it's like well, I can jerk off very quickly now. Yes. <laughs> let's close on that one. Yeah, let's I think that's a great way to go. I hope everybody listening was masturbating while they heard this last part. Uh yeah, so I, I Twitter, what's your Twitter? T Simmons Comedy. I T. don't really Simmons use Comedy? Twitter much. It's Me, on neither Instagram. Do I, but I just ask. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm on Facebook. I do a um I had a show for a, a couple of years on uh, uh that's called So Then There's This that's like two or three weekly 2-minute like news clippy segments. From my little desk in my house. Okay. And I was doing it with Fox, but it's uh, now I'm doing it on my own. Okay, cool. So uh, it's, uh, it's on Facebook, Tom Simmons. I just find me there, and I'll, Tom Simmons see him. fan page, I assume, or comedy page. Just, or yeah, just the re- well, just the regular page is fine. It's um, I, the fan pages. You could go there, but you're not. You know, nobody ever sees shit from those things. No, I know they're pretty. They're pretty useless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
All right. So, yeah, T. Simmons on Twitter. Check out Tom Simmons on Facebook for uh, those videos. Uh, American and, Heretics Comedy. And American Heretics Comedy Tour, which is uh, they're moving to Chicago. At this point in time, they'll be already on their way to Chicago. That you're listening yeah. to this. So you miss them in Canada. Uh, um, I don't Atlanta. know. I, Atlanta's where we're headed. Oh, I thought you said Chicago. Okay, We so started Atlanta. Chicago. We did Dayton. That was uh, where, to okay. get the dry run. And then we came up here to do this sort of uh, get the whole sort of try to build the idea together. Then we're going to Atlanta and doing a week. And then we go to the fringe festival in, in, uh, in Orlando. Okay, cool. I actually have one friend in Atlanta, so maybe he'll be able to check it Is out. Is he a comic? No, he's uh, just a guy from my hometown and he moved there to do schooling and stuff and lives there now. You yeah. should go down and visit him and I'll, I'll get hook you up with the people that can get you on as many places as you want. That'd be great. I'm definitely going to be getting a legal visa before I do that though. So yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. no, I actually am. I was uh, working on getting an O one visa at one point in time and I'm just going to, finish that off because i i went tried to go through the states one time when i was young uh and didn't really realize that i couldn't go through to do shows that's crazy to me like it's easy for us to come up here and do shows yeah for me it was they turned me away at the toronto airport like with the you know there's a you have to go through customs there or the border there and uh they were like what are you doing and i told them because i just didn't realize that i wasn't allowed to do it i was like 24 or something stupid you know and uh they were like yeah you can't come in and do that i sat in the room on the side for like an hour and a half and then just had to leave come come back you can't just go drive around and do comedy like just not not unless you have a visa no you're not allowed to to do it because you're making you know it's you're taking a job an american could do right even though it's a very specialized job you're not just going in to take shit away but that's that's you know that's what we have to do especially at 24 though you're not really going in there and working for a living you're coming in there to kind of just do sets and oh i was gonna be fucked i was supposed to work at uh uh it was an improv like i i had an because oh. I, I had an agency at one point in time down there and they were trying to like you know work with me to get me in so it was an improv that i was supposed to do and they were paying me but i was also paying for my own flight like i was like i'm not making any money on this why why do you guys care but they were like well we don't care about that at all you know okay Damn. yeah so I lost the money on the flight, and that was a, that was a bummer. That was a real setback. Yeah, I could st- see it still sort of bothers you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ. I've been discouraged from America <laughs> yeah. for the last 10 years now. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool, man. Well, yeah, thanks for coming on. This is great. And uh, yeah, so anybody uh, should go and check them out for those things you said, the Atlanta and then down to Orlando. Uh, and then hopefully they'll be back, and we'll have you back on. And right, as man. I say, promote it uh, in a way where people can hear and then go see your show. All right, appreciate it, man. Awesome. Uh, thanks for listening, guys, uh, to This Is Not A Safe Space uh, on Never Sleeps Network. Check out NeverSleepsNetwork.com for this and other great podcasts. And see you next time. Bye. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Never Sleeps Network.